0: Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin, and this
1: is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And
0: today I am motivated to talk to you about serendipity. First of all, I like saying serendipity, and secondly, because this last week has been remarkably serendipitous. Yes. And so, what does that mean to you when you when you hear about serendipity? Because I know that it didn't have a lot of meaning for me until events kept happening of being in the right place at the right time and being able to provide needed service just because. So what creates serendipity?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes is it luck? Is it, you know, what makes you in the right place at the right time for the right thing?
0: And I would say that, number one, it's getting your head out of your iPhone, your eyes open, and being aware of your surroundings so that you're actually available. Oh,
1: you mean present?
0: Being present. We've <laughs> talked about that. And ad nauseum, for those listening, but it's, it's so much more than... Because in order for serendipity to happen, in order for a person to go, oh my God, I was thinking about you, and my horse needs X, and it's like, well, just so happens I have an hour because of Barnes not being ready at the time of this, and then that person has something to add to our lives that we didn't even know that we needed, and. I think so much it happens because you are so open to the possibility that when these opportunities yeah. happen, you recognize them.
1: Yeah. You're, you're not so focused in on one little thing that you're missing all the big things well, that are coming at you, too. Because that, And just, just like our walk around New York City the other day and walking by that shop that just happened to have watches in the window and seeing the one
0: watch that I've been looking for for 10 years Yeah, when I lost mine. And not only was it the one watch, it was the exact right size. It was the same watch. It most likely resurrected itself into that store window because I wanted Dave to see the New York Public Library. And then that turned into seeing the stuffed animals that, were responsible for the creativity of Winnie the Pooh. That was
1: amazing.
0: Amazing, and amazing and amazing. And if you choose to live in amazement, life will find opportunities to amaze you. And I can tell you this has been the way it's gone. I had a foot question for my horse because he has been lame and I needed more data. So we get a frantic phone call from two separate people last week. Can you fix my vet? And I'm like, well, this is a very loved vet. And my brain went, that is very inconvenient, out of the way. I never make house calls for humans. And... Our partner and my offspring is a veterinarian. I want people to treat him that way. I want people calling all over saying, Can you help my vet? He means so much to us that I'm willing to ask you. And I thought, Let me show up for this person because that's how we want to be treated in the world. And lo and behold, He knew more about feet than we did. And we were able to not only get him out of pain, which was cool. Yeah,
1: but gain a lot of knowledge. But gain a lot of
0: knowledge. And that, you know, how do you approach your opportunities for both giving and learning? You know, how, how do you invite serendipity into your life?
1: Yeah, how open can you be? And you know what what can you do in your life that allows you to be aware of more things that are going on around you than getting stuck in your little bubble or especially when with if you have a phone in your hand you're in the smallest bubble you could possibly be in i understand there's a lot of information you can get out of your phone but most of it's just drivel
0: well it's it's and this is the next podcast so i realize what we're going to talk about next week is all about hands-on, because because for now, it, just think about the opportunities you have and the opportunities you let go by, because you don't necessarily believe in serendipity. and And I mean that as creating this openness to the possibility that good things, useful things, important things can and will happen. We just had that with Mosey's painting. Because if you know me, you know that I am helping to support a young man in Uganda, change his world, change the world of his village, and hopefully pay it forward to make a difference in the world at large. And Art of Life in Wellington, Florida, has been behind this and helpful to this and supportive of this since day one. And as I was picking up the latest ones that I had stretched and and pre-framed, they asked me, can we place one in our shop so that if people see his work, they might be interested in purchasing it and becoming a part of this world community. Not 48 hours later, I get a phone call from someone who happened to see this absolutely amazing giraffe. Uh, zebra. Zebra. Oh, zebra well, picture. you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really pretty You're and a really zebra. amazing. It's a wild and it animal is picture. definitely a zebra. <laughs> the eyelashes on this zebra are just, I would, I would absolutely love to have them for my very own. At any rate, someone immediately saw it and said, Hey, I have an art gallery. Tell me the story behind this. Perhaps I can be a part of this journey. <gasps> serendipity. I'm like, absolutely. This is...
1: The whole story serendipity. From you meeting him to finding out he's in Uganda to helping him with his paintings and enjoying his work. That whole thing is serendipity.
0: Exactly. and And most of the people who've really moved us and made a difference in our life were met by that that just being in the right place at the right time not looking for it and yet being so open that when that happens when the opportunity is there for something that will impact your life in a very you know significant way can you keep your channels open enough to both receive and to give? Yeah. You know, and...
1: and you got to put your phone down once in a while in order for that to happen.
0: Oh, 100%. And you have to be able to read situations for what good there is in them, you know? And that's, that's a big part of it, too, to drop a lot of the barriers to allowing... Majorly wonderful things to happen. I mean, this happens to us where a dog will walk up to me. And dogs tend to do that, as Dave points out, frequently. Random dogs run up to me, back up, and go, "Excuse me, but I know you can fix this." And then I'll make eye contact with the person who potentially owns the dog and say, "Hey, your dog if is they even asking me, me." Half the
1: times they don't come in with an owner; well, they come in by themselves.
0: You know, can, may may I touch your dog? It's it's asking for something, and then that leads to sometimes an entire farm getting under care because they see this absolutely amazing, miraculous communication from us to the dog, from the dog back to its human, from the human to say, hey, I wonder if it would help the horse and and on and on and on. And it used to happen with us on airplanes all the time.
1: Yes. Always running into someone that end up having major conversations with them and then end up building relationships based on how many different things in our lives that there's so many there's so many interesting things in the world and you don't know it if, until you get out there and you start talking to other people and find out what are their interests and what and then all of a sudden you find these commonalities and these common Strings, string theory comes together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, if you find all these places where you connect. You're just like you ran into that person the other day. You start talking, and oh, I used to live in Norwalk. Oh my god!
0: Live- yeah, it yeah. was. I, 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 the next thing we we're going to find out that we were related yeah. on some level because, as our life path, we'd lived in the exact same areas, gone to the same schools, and yet. You know, Carlos Castaneda talked about that the um, the line, the energy string that goes from one heart to another and that has that specific vibration. And when you come in contact to, with the luminous eggs, <laughs> you are able to recognize these like-feeling, like-behaving, like individuals that you know you are... Destined on some level, and I know this is quite esoteric for an equine canine um, podcast. Animals do this all of the time. They are attracted to those who can help them, and they are repelled by those who can hurt them. And we can learn a lot from this herd and pack behavior. Yeah. Well,
1: animals live in the present. You know, they're not thinking about tomorrow. They're not thinking about yesterday. You know, they live in the present and. And, and I was watching this, I was watching a guy talk the other day and he's talking about, he's talking about presence, just saying you, you want to get serendipity and you have to have presence. And he's talking about if everything that you know about the past and everything you think about in the future are only thoughts, that's it. There is no reality to it. The only reality is what's happening right now. Everything that's... else is a thought.
0: And what's happening right now is filtered through how you choose to observe the moment. So I I am an absolute, blatant optimist. And I will try the best-case scenario most of the time. Because it serves me, because it opens my mind to more possibilities, which is why more serendipitous things tend to happen when I'm in that mind. Frame And for many of us, and this is true for humans, horses, dogs, and occasionally cats and, and random uh, chickens and ducks, uh, is that when we're in pain, we shut down that mechanism of taking in information. We don't notice what's out there and available and can help us. We become an, locked up in this internal semblance of reality.
1: Pain, frustration, all those limiting beliefs that shut you down, don't create serendipity.
0: Exactly. And we're not saying to ignore the pain. We're saying to find ways to rise above it and stay open to possibilities while dealing with it the best way you possibly can. And, you know, there are people who say, oh, I've I've cut my thumb, therefore I can't work, I can't go. And then there's the equestrian world where my arm is dangling by a string. Can you just tape it on so I can do two more classes and teach six more lessons? Sanity is somewhere in between. I believe <laughs> somewhere uh, I hope somewhere I hope uh, we, we don't as as one thing as chiropractors we never go above Atlas so everything in that realm is, you know have added therapists and um, and neurosurgeons not, my job. not that is outside, outside my realm what is well within all of our realms is to invite serendipity, invite those into your world who are going to add so much value, stay open to opportunities. And it's uh, just past May 4th, so we can say May the 4th be with you.
1: Open your eyes, open your hearts, open your ears, because that will bring information in that will allow you to find the serendipitous situations. Put the phone down, get out of that frustration mode, get into a fascination mode. That's how things will come to you.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's how you're going to find the solutions because we, people, as you know, people love to commiserate. Oh, your horse is like my horse was like, oh, I tried that and his leg fell off. And that was the end of that. I was like, you know what? Not useful information. Tell me what worked. Tell me what helped. Tell me what you tried. Let's gather all of our team. And you know what the coolest thing about this is? Because we happened to talk to this veterinarian with ideas who I brought to my veterinarian. And she said, okay, that's interesting and not yet. And here's my reason, but let's bring in this farrier and let's put, bring in this nutritionist and let's see where the acupuncturist is. And all of a sudden, this network of people allowing for greater and greater opportunity because as we realize that it never has to have the burden all on your shoulders. And if you're open, it's amazing how what you need may be right outside your perception. So when you open up that awareness and open up your perception, these opportunities have more likelihood to show up regularly.
1: Yeah. It's like you can't find something if it's behind you and you don't ever look behind you. you know, this is
0: true. You know, well, so. that's why we were talking about that blood work when I asked someone, you know, what did it show? And they said, well, it didn't, it, you know, it didn't show this. I said, well, the problem is you can only find what you're looking for. And that limits the ability to to really find solutions. So by networking, by opening up, by looking for serendipity, you're likely to find that your solution comes from left field, comes from in the stands, comes from...
1: Yeah, we'll come from the least likely place you expect it to many times.
0: Exactly. So we wish you all the serendipity that you can handle in the present and the opportunity to handle even more in the future.
1: And have a great day. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. This
0: is Dr. Wendy Corrin, and this has been an Equiline podcast.